The Give It A Go Show! Welcome to the Give It A Go Show, where we give things a go and talk about it. I'm Prince. And I'm Rivet. And we're kind of changing things up a little bit this time, again, because as you probably know, if you listen to the other ones, we're running out of old stories because we're not really that old. No, not not yet, anyway. <laughs> not yet. We'll have plenty of <laughs> stories at some point in our lives, but it's not today. Oh. So we're doing a new thing, and I don't want to spoil it, so just enjoy it. should be quite it. funny, though. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm looking forward I to it. I do also have an update from the last episode. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I don't work at the kitchen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I edited that episode way after you'd quit, and it was so strange to listen to. With, I mean, yeah. you tried a new thing, and that was the whole point of it, right? But you quit, <laughs> you quit so fast. I mean, let's not get into the logistics of it too much, but it's kind of funny no, in hindsight. Yeah, for, for the record, I, I wasn't fired. I did quit. It just wasn't for me, which was funny because I said I think it was for me last time, but it's not for me. Yeah, um, it might. It, to... You know, it, you never know. Something might be no. for a while, or they might be, but the circumstances change, or... Mm-hmm. Something ends up not vibing with you, and then the rest of it kind of suffers as a result. It can be, yeah. it, it could have been for you <laughs> oh, in God. in another place at another time. Uh, you never know. Yeah, I've just gone back to freelance web development, so you know, I think that's more my forte. Just stick to what you know. Sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna, I guess, get right into what I did, which was I did it like yesterday because I wanted it to be very fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I did, I folded origami. I thought you were gonna say I folded clothes or something. <laughs> Oh, I, I folded clothes. Like, no, I've done that You've never before. done that before. Okay, you did origami <laughs> for the first time. How did you find that? <laughs> well, there were several layers to that. So first of okay. all, I didn't have any origami paper. You can use printer paper. But the thing about the printer paper yeah. that we have is that I use it for art related things, like for pressing yes. buttons. So it's very yeah. thick mm. and like it has a very good quality, but it's a little more difficult to fold, especially when it starts yes. to get smaller. <laughs> <laughs> but I used my regular printer paper and I didn't remember the way you can fold it in order to make the paper a square. Like, you know, you fold it away mm-hmm. and then you cut away the excess. Yeah. I, yeah. I forgot about the fact that you could do that first. So I just mm-hmm. kind of eyeballed it and cut out a square. <laughs> and it yeah. it wasn't very good because it wasn't, the paper <laughs> was not symmetrical well, it was anymore. Also, it was your first time doing it, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but <laughs> it definitely wasn't symmetrical anymore. So the first thing I tried to do was to fold a lotus flower. Oh, so, that one sounds quite complicated. Yeah, everybody in the comments said it was either the easiest thing they'd ever done or the hardest thing yeah. they'd ever done. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what I saw with the knitting. <laughs> Yes, yeah. (laughs) But I have heard after the fact, I've heard from family members that if you're going to learn how to knit, you need someone next to you to teach you. Yeah. Like you can't just eyeball it, which is very validating to hear after my disaster. Yeah. But yeah, I thought this was going to be a similar thing, which it kind of was. But I, I thought the lotus flowers, they looked really nice as decorations, you know, for, a, mm. I don't know, a birthday party or something. So I yeah. wanted to know how yeah. to do it. So I followed this YouTube video. I looked up a lot of them to try different things. And it seemed mm-hmm. to go all right at first. I was folding it the way that they were doing it. And then suddenly yeah. it looked as if they were performing a magic trick for two seconds. And I was <laughs> like, where did that part go? Oh my goodness. That's how most step-by-step things go, though, isn't it? 
right? You know, you, you have the first few steps and they're fine. You can follow them. And then they're like, step four, it's done. Right, exactly. Like, like they were right. doing something <laughs> with the paper that I was trying to replicate. Yeah. And I slowed down the video for my own benefit yeah. so I could see properly. I paused it a lot. I went back and mm. I thought I was doing things correctly, but it kind of turned into a mess. It definitely didn't look like a flower. Oh, no. I didn't get to the end part of it because I didn't understand what they were doing. But then also I yeah. think there was part of the paper that could not fold properly because I'd cut it wrong. It was not a perfect oh, okay. square. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> so I tried some different ones. So after that, I did okay. the basic paper crane. Yes, I used to make those at school. <laughs> yeah, I figured like kids do this. I can do this, right? They do the yeah, lotus yeah. flowers too. Kids do, but let's not get into that part. So I followed a different channel this time. And this mm -hmm. person was talking along with the folding and they were marking with highlighter the folds. Yeah. So they were okay. really easy to see where oh, all that's the... Good. Yeah, where all the creases were. So, and this was way slower. He was highlighting those folds and he was explaining what he was doing at the time. It was a little wonky, but I did it. I made a paper crane. <laughs> yes, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I was yeah. like, I was ridiculously proud of this little crane that I made, oh. even though he had a really yeah. wonky head. But I put him <laughs> on my bookshelf. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got like really proud of it because I thought that, oh no, I'm not going to be able to make these, it seems. Oh, he's beautiful. He's a bit flat on the head, but he, <laughs> yeah. otherwise he's... <laughs> exactly. I'm no origami connoisseur, so I can't really critique it. <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the but point no, of it all lovely. is that it looks like a crane, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well, the, yeah, that's the main thing. As long as it looks like a crane, I think you're going in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, so I tried to tuck in the head, but the printer paper was so thick that it would just not let me anymore because it was so small. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll blame it on that. The controller wasn't working. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some kind of Chad printer paper you've got going on. I know. Like, I, <laughs> it's ooh, high quality for printing art. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. it's all I have except for label for paper, Garby, which is yeah. probably going to be way oh, worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That would be interesting. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, I can just I can Bit just take up pieces and glue them onto with the with the sticky part that's underneath. <laughs> I could just cheat. True. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> so I when I started doing it, and I was a little unsure that I was going to be able to do it properly. When I got to the point where the wings had been made and the tail and the head were just kind of both the same, they were both sticking up. Mm -hmm. But you could yeah. you could pull those pieces out to make the tail and the head, and it was really fun. It was just like, whoa, okay, you can move them. That's really fun. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that part. I enjoyed the crane part, but mm. I um I wanted to make more. So I looked up some more videos and I wanted to make a dinosaur. Okay. okay. How did that go? Um, I got to like step two. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then that kind of tells me how it went. <laughs> I was like, what did they do here? They're doing something mm. with their fingers and the oh, paper. Not again. And I can't yeah. do the thing that they're doing. And I saw in the comments, there were many who were like basically commenting on how everyone says this is so easy, but I look at it and it's like someone's performing a magic trick. And that's exactly how it yeah. felt. I'm like, but yeah. well, I can't do that with mine. How can you do that with yours? It was so mysterious. Mm. I must have obviously missed something, but it goes by so fast. You don't really. I know what you mean, yeah. Especially when they're doing stuff with their hands and they're just like folding it all around and it's like... Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I want the steps to be as clear as possible. So when they kind of move it around a lot before folding, I'm like, okay, but which side is up now? Or which part is turned this way? Because they mm -hmm. move it around so much. And yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, but it, I really can't seem to follow things along that way. I need somebody to be here and 
teach me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a lot easier sometimes when you have someone that you can be like, hey, uh, I, I'm not too sure about this part, and then they can like help you work out how to do it. But I don't think, well, especially in Sweden and the UK, for example, there's many origami masters. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I about mean, I that. don't know. <laughs> they probably exist somewhere in the countries. I'm but sure. <laughs> there's something about these step by step videos where I think it's going to work because obviously you're just watching somebody do it so you should be able yeah. to replicate it but I don't know what it is about it it's just so difficult for me to follow along unless somebody explains yeah. what they're doing and even you mm. know with the knitting part he was definitely explaining everything extremely well and was mm. very slow but that was just too much of a complicated thing <laughs> I feel whereas yeah I get folding that. paper is easy too. right <laughs> it's, it's well not. I mean <laughs> it depends what you're trying to make I had a friend at school who got really good at origami and he used to make paper shurikens oh my god <laughs> <laughs> paper fidget spinners pretty yeah well I mean this was this was before the age of fidget spinners but yeah he, uh, he'd make these little shurikens and they were very sharp I have to say I mean you know it was paper so <laughs> oh god <laughs> it was uh, um, luckily I don't think he ever cut anyone with them but uh, <laughs> very dangerous just... paper cuts yeah yeah I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> dangerous skill to have being able to make origami <laughs> shurikens. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't do this for very long because I quickly realized okay. that I was not up to snuff, basically. You don't enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, well, I did enjoy it when I don't it was think going it's... well. Okay, yeah. I guess, that, you know, sometimes it's one of those things that need a bit more time because you said that you started it yesterday, but I guess you have to have a lot of patience to do some of these things, don't you? So Yeah, it was one of those things where it's kind of a novelty thing where I, yeah, I didn't assume yeah. that I was going to keep doing this or anything. I would maybe try yeah. and do it again sometime if I want more paper cranes around because they're kind of mm. cute. Yeah, right now I'm saving it as a souvenir of the things I've tried. So that's Yeah, nice, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, because I'm doing that eventually with the puzzle too. Like I'm, we're going to frame yeah. it someday and put it oh, on yeah, the Oh yeah, how's the puzzle going? Oh, it's just sitting there. It's still sitting there. Oh yeah. Because... Oh, I forgot you finished it. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that was the whole point. Oh yeah. But, um, yeah, it we... was. Yeah, I remember you said you were like, you were, you were rushing to finish it the night before we left a we left like a tray on top of it along with the box for the puzzle inside of the tray and then we put a tablecloth over it and now one of my cats uses it as his bed every single day he loves it it could be worse you could be using it as his little tray so you know. <laughs> yeah no we put it on the table and put that tablecloth over it and he lies in it every single day i wake up and i go into the living room and he's lying in it and, or sitting on it he he loves it i can't i i don't have the heart to move it anymore <laughs> the fruits of father's hard work <laughs> yeah so um gonna peel that puzzle out from underneath at some point but yeah it's, it's yeah. nice to keep some souvenirs from the things that we've done yeah definitely but don't think i'll be uh really folding much origami uh, no. in my life it, it was just a nice novelty that i wanted to try out and, and learn and i'm yeah. just glad that i managed to make something because it was starting to seem like it wasn't gonna happen <laughs> i mean you know like i say every time it, it, the whole point is like you're giving it a try if you don't like it you don't like it if you do oh, then yeah. cool <laughs> if i kept doing the, all the things that we're doing now i'd not have time for anything i would just no, have too many I mean, hobbies i think that too sometimes i want to take up everything and then i'm like no <laughs> at least you have many options for when you're bored but what have you done this time hopefully not despair inducing well yes and no i kind of ended up doing this on a bit of a whim so i think it was like last monday i did this i was trying to think of what to do for the podcast ironically i, I fell down this rabbit hole and i tried to watch 
some ASMR videos. Uh. So I have never tried ASMR, but I've heard, well, I've heard the odd thing, but it's more just like people taking the piss. <laughs> so I thought I'll try it legitimately because I have heard that it's it's very good for like anxiety and stuff and helping calm people down, which is lovely. So um, I can't remember what ASMR stands for. I think it's ah. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Yes. So, yes. okay. No, those are just words to me but <laughs> <laughs> i mean not everyone gets that response anyway no no so i went onto youtube and i thought i'll give it a shot i'll try some asmr so i started off with a video that was called asmr for people with short attention spans and that's right up my alley because i have the attention span of a gnat so <laughs> i thought i'll give this one a go and it was just so i can't remember how long the video was it was quite long and it's just five seconds of each sound and it was this guy making sounds with brushes and squishy balls and I don't know whatever else squishy he's got. Squishy um, balls? I didn't like that one. Squishy balls? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good turn oh, of phrase, is it? no. <laughs> You don't want that. Uh, no, I, I, it was so I didn't, I didn't like this video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt yeah. like someone was behind me the entire time. Ugh. You know, like it was when he made the mouth sounds. It felt oh. like someone was making weird little mouth sounds in my ear from behind, and it was really uncomfortable. And I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god. It gave me goosebumps, and not in like a oh this is cool way. More like please don't stab me from behind kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that helps my anxiety uh, yeah. when I feel like I'm about to die. I know. Oh, so I didn't like that one. It was a really popular video, so obviously a lot of people like it, which is great. So I thought I'll try some other ones. Now, one thing I've heard of in relation to ASMR is POV ASMR, so point of view, for those who don't know. Mm. So this is where you are put into a situation via the video, of course. Those gave, and, me, uh, those gave me secondhand embarrassment. Yes. So I thought I'd give a couple a try because I thought they'd be quite funny. And so I tried two. I did POV, you are an iPad. <laughs> uh, so it's like you're beneath like a screen, I presume just like some glass or something, but you're the iPad. And then <laughs> this guy is just like tapping. He's like swiping up on you and stuff. And I'm like, I can't tell if this is a joke or if Why it's Why would I want to be this? I don't know. The most, but I was the, the mostly curious. I hear of the POV ones is like, oh, you're at the doctor's office and your doctor is speaking like very softly kidnapped. to you or someone's yeah. cutting your hair kidnapped <laughs> <I've> seen- <laughs> that's very calming that's I, a big I've jump i've seen loads like that i've seen loads oh my like God, that that's like such a big serial jump. killer like handsome serial killer kidnaps handsome you. serial and, killer yeah and it's just some guy just saying weird things i mean i guess and people like to people get like into that. certain fantasies but i thought that was mostly for bedroom stuff and not for like calming yeah, you down i mean i think it is more that kind of thing i don't think anyone i mean there's probably someone out there who I, yes. I don't think anyone's really particularly calmed by this i have seen and yeah. I, I haven't watched them myself. I've watched like people react to them, but I've seen ones. Yeah. Uh, I've seen ASMR touted videos that are definitely more huh, intended yeah, yeah, for other it. purposes, clearly. <laughs> like there's an undertone yeah. to it. So it's, exactly. yeah, it's kind of hard to differentiate with some of them, I feel. Oh yeah, 100%. So I watched another one where it was like, friend pampers you and it wasn't for me, but I thought it was quite wholesome mm. and it must be quite nice for some people. You know, yeah. so it's like, she gives a lot of affirming words. It was very wholesome. You know, she's like, you're doing great. You're, I'm not going to whisper it because... <laughs> 
Yeah, it, but, um, it wouldn't work for me, I think, you know. because, you know, it's not somebody that I know. And it. I feel like I would yeah. get... If, if a friend... Like, I like getting compliments and being affirmed and such. But if a friend was just, oh, like, bombarding me with that stuff, <laughs> I feel like I get, I get very uncomfortable and embarrassed. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of stuff where I, mean, I kind of get secondhand embarrassment over how cheesy it is. But it's harmless. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this one was, like, too full on. It was just sort of peppered in there. Oh. Um, but it was really nice. And, you know, I guess it probably felt quite affirming to some people. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that's lovely. The weirdest part, though, is when... So, so she's meant to be pampering you, like, giving you a makeover. And there's one bit where she's like, I'm gonna pour sand on your head. And then she <laughs> pours sand on your head. And I don't know why. I presume... <laughs> I... <laughs> I presume at the root of it, it's just because, like, the sound of the sand and the ASMR, but it's kind of weird because she's like, gotta put sand on you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're doing great. I'm so proud of you. I'm gonna pour the sand now. That was pretty much how it was. <laughs> so just, I, I was so confused. I was like, this is wholesome, but I also have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're sitting was... there like, oh, that's nice. And then you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I know that was exactly what happened, but um, I mean, on the upside, the one that I did enjoy, and you're probably going to find this hilarious, <laughs> but there was one that was called School Nurse Lice Check, and I thought, this sounds hilarious and weird, I'm going to watch it, and I actually quite liked the beginning of it anyway. Huh. So, because this one, it was a whole scenario, it was very professionally shot, it was by a lady called Latte ASMR, and it had, sounds like it had like water, pens, sprays, and mm. calm music. I very much enjoyed the keyboard tip taps you know it sounds <laughs> funny yeah but i feel like something like that where clearly they're professionals and they oh, yeah. make all these little sounds that are pleasing to mm. most people yeah I, I actually quite like this one i mean her voice was also very calming and from that point i could kind of see a bit more where the appeal comes from however it got a bit creepy when she was talking about the lice hatching on your head uh, and growing bigger and bigger and eventually no i, I was uh, a bit uh, like aren't you there to get rid of them you don't want to hear about how I they're know. doing she's like the bug satch and they grow bigger and bigger and i was like i don't know what what child would be calmed by this but cool. yeah um. <laughs> that, that sounds very much like something else almost <laughs> well, like you're supposed to be thrilled by this when you're clearly there to get rid of them and then she's like oh they're hatching it's like no i want to yeah, hear the nice water again please yeah exactly i was like okay i'm gonna turn it off at this point but generally speaking that one was quite nice like she had a very friendly tone and i was like i quite like this one yeah and then obviously when she starts talking more then you get i guess more of the mouth sounds that people like apparently and i don't like them and i know you don't like that kind of thing i either, so. i would like <laughs> trade places with people like that in an instant i mean you know this yeah. I, I have misophonia which basically for those who don't know is there are some auditory things that make me have a very extreme reaction where it's so unpleasant that i you know you just kind of want to run away far away from that sound and one of those is mouth yeah. sounds like especially if someone's really up close in your ear with a wet mouth or something that's the kind of stuff that yeah. people like for some reason but i can't stand so i generally stay away from all auditory asmr because of this yeah i'm not a sound yeah. person i'm very much a visual asmr person i like things that look satisfying like soap carving yes yeah definitely which i want to do at some I... point so maybe i'll talk about it eventually mm, yeah i can give you some soap <laughs> <laughs> We've still got loads of soap from when we did the soap making. Although I went to pull one out the other day because I'd finally finished my first soap, which was pretty good. But it had all gotten like really moist and really weirdly wet in the cupboard under my sink. Oh. Uh, so I, <laughs> I might have to throw them out. I don't want to. 
Oh, but, man. you know. <laughs> I mean, nobody was going to use those anyway. Well, I was using them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it didn't smell that good. It was, like, really orangey, but, you know, it was Oh, it was you fine. just didn't want to waste it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I just, I was going to say it's weird. I don't want to waste things, but that's not weird. It's not weird, um, yeah. I mean, it's like the super tea all over again. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off topic. <laughs> wow. That was ASMR. Uh, would I listen to it again? Probably not. ASMR. I don't find it particularly offensive, but it's all right. Yeah. But, you know. I, I get it. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't get that response from anything, and I don't get the yeah. auditory sort of thing. I, I can kind of understand some of it. Like, when you describe some of the sounds that were in there, there are definitely sounds that are pleasing to me. I love... Oh, yeah. I love ocean waves. Oh, same, yeah. They make me feel safe do, yeah. and warm. So that's mm. nice. So that's definitely something that's always existed. You know, people listen to certain sounds like rain or waves or stuff to calm yeah. down. It's just become this thing now, I guess. And I, I've seen people react to things like just people eating ice. Ah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of those. And yeah. the, cr- <laughs> the crunching was all right. But then they started like really slurping on that ice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I swear so, I don't get why people like things like mukbangs and things. Just, that, if you're into that, that's great. I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad you like it, but it's not for me. I would much <laughs> rather that I was into it, because then I wouldn't be so uncomfortable when I hear things like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I oh. envy these people who can just find such <laughs> pleasure from something that's just torture to me. Wow, that'd be yeah. amazing <laughs> if we could just all enjoy yep. it. Many people that'd make a lot of money from that now, it seems. They really do. They really do. It's a crazy money in some of them well you tried it i tried it i wouldn't try it again willingly (laughs) (laughs) yeah we did some okay things and for this new thing that we are presenting now to you we're going to be doing something new right now yes yes live live so (laughs) i mean i just said about the thing with the mouth sounds and all but we're going to try on this segment a new food or a new drink live yes Uh, don't worry i'll get rid of all the noises unless you're really into that if you're into it you have to go look up a mukbang yourself (laughs) dm prince for the secret (laughs) the uh the cut (laughs) <laughs> the, the director's yeah, cut. Yeah, the, the, the director's cut. I don't think that would be the director's cut yeah, if it's uh, up to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'll pull out mine first. So this was very last minute, but I got lentil chips okay. or crisps for those of you I've who had are those before. in the UK. I love them. Yeah, so these are flavored with cheese and red onion. Okay. So I've never tried these before. I'm very much, I've said this, I'm stuck in my ways. I like my snacks that I already know are good. And I usually, if I try something new, it's already a potato chip that I've eaten but with another flavor like something very basic and simple I've never had lentil chips they smell really good they smell like bacon chips ooh that that does sound pretty good oh (laughs) what does that mean one second (laughs) (laughs) they're really big I always find that they're really solid, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they're very crunchy. So, yes. goodness. Okay, so first of all, when the flavor first hit me, I wasn't sure what to think. It was kind of like, what is that? Very <laughs> much like, what? what's that? Like, why yeah. does it taste like this? It doesn't taste like you expect it to. But then by the okay. end, it tasted like it smelled. Like it, it tasted like those bacon chips again, mm. which I love. I feel like, yeah, they're very weird, but I don't dislike it. 
I didn't expect all of that. They, they, there was so much flavor, I couldn't really... It doesn't taste like red onion or cheese, but it was mm. pretty good. Oh, I think I, I like them. I love lentil chips. Oh, that's good, because I, I know you weren't too keen on the idea beforehand. Yeah, I think I've had some kind before. I don't remember, though. I don't remember at all. Yeah. Um, but I think I was like, oh, I just prefer normal chips. Like, <laughs> really basic. Yeah, yeah. The way I usually am. So I didn't think too much about it. And now that I've tried it properly and really thought about the way it tastes and the way the cr- it's so crunchy <laughs> in, in like yeah. not a bad way. <laughs> They're very solid, like you said. <laughs> yeah, I always find that the lentil chips that I've eaten are also quite big. I don't know why. <laughs> it's 40% but, uh... less fat and a hundred percent good taste according to the bag it's weird that i have to say i guess i like them it, <laughs> it's just because they confounded me a little bit the consensus here is that i would eat more and i i will save this <laughs> <You> bag <will. laughs> yes all right so what have you gotten for this segment so i went to one of my favorite asian supermarkets yesterday i got something called yin si huan i think i'm pronouncing that right that means silver thread roll which is chinese food it originated from the shandong province apparently so i I think it's like a dessert so i've got one here and i just spotted these in the freezer section it looks like they've, they're stuffed with noodles i'm trying to give you a visual of a <laughs> of how they look so it's like a bao bun type thing oh. it's got that soft outside did they look good um, but yeah interesting <laughs> i've just never seen it like this before so apparently okay so i think they are noodles from what i'm reading oh and lard is rubbed over the noodles additional flour oh. is mixed with sugar and made into wrappers th- three millimeters thick i kind of like that noodles. because that's a it's very different way yeah. to ingest noodles than you would be used to it really is but then it looks like some of the noodles have merged together i don't know might be the lard anyway I'm gonna take a bite. Mm. <laughs> what um, is, that <laughs> is that bad or, or good? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> what is that laugh? Okay, so I got mine from the freezer section and they are microwave. Oh. So I'm sure these are absolutely nowhere near as good as they are in China or wherever freshly made. Yes. It was quite plain. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's understandable if it's a microwave thing. Yeah, so I've had buns before, but not the silk thread rolls, so they're okay. Yeah, I feel- Would I eat more? Yeah, probably, if I don't know what else to eat, but- Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's you probably put stuff with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably I dip mean, them in stuff. Yeah, I'm just eating them, just eating them raw. Yeah, so, and, and uh... I would say, like, like you said, if they're freshly made, I'm sure they're probably way more delicious, or at least have way oh, more I'm sure taste. Oh, lovely, yeah. I guess that's the issue with depending on where you get it and in what way it's been made mm. or prepared. Because in my experience, I will try a lot of microwave food because I do crave sometimes the need for just something fast rather than... yeah. <laughs> yeah, having to think about what to eat, you just grab something, you know. But I just yeah. can't, I can never seem to enjoy microwave food, no matter what it is. Yeah. So I, I would completely understand that. Yeah, yeah it's alright. It just, it just doesn't really have any flavor. Like I said, yeah. I presume that's because you're meant to put it with stuff, and I'm just eating it straight out the, well, I'm not eating it straight out of the packet because they're frozen, but, you know, <laughs> straight, out, straight out of the microwave. So that's funny, though. I've never right. heard of anything like that. So no, that's why I thought it would be interesting. I was I was torn between that and milk tea buns. Oh, um, that they sounds actually good. Have, yeah, they actually have like bits of boba in them. 
Oh. And they looked interesting, but they were quite expensive. But then everything I bought from there was quite expensive. So, I mean, I probably should have just done it. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that I haven't tried, me being the way that I am. But I want to try things from other countries specifically because yes, I've just yeah. not been exposed to it. In groceries and stuff like that, I've had different yeah. food at restaurants. But when it comes to just snacks and things like that, I'm mm. really curious about different countries. There, I mean, mm. the snacks and the candies of some countries... They just eat straight up spice lollipops. And I I don't... I know. I couldn't. But it's interesting how different it is depending on where you live. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. And it's like in some countries, they eat insects and stuff as confectionery. And I'm like, Mm. it's a good idea. But I don't think I could do it just because... I guess it's just our culture and how that scene is gross um, yeah so we yeah like, if, no no not doing that <laughs> exactly if you grow up with something and you think that's delicious then you're not gonna bat an eye yeah. because it's delicious but if you're not used to it being food it's just bugs to you mm, maybe i should try that for one of them. oh man oh, <laughs> i man. don't know where to get them from but I've once that would seen be somebody, interesting <laughs> i've seen somebody try ones where they came in packets where they were just basically dried bugs and they weren't even processed in any yeah. way as candy yeah. or things like that and there were these you know these water the huge ones i think yeah. they're in animal crossing as well in rivers <laughs> it's, th- oh, it's yes. those big ones yeah. and he bit the head of it clean off and it was <sighs> no. it had the biggest crunch and i was like oh boy i could never ah no me neither i mean all the power to people who can do that kind of stuff i guess it's a culture thing you know like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just thought it that just it's... wigs you out because you can't separate yeah. the fact that it's something that you consider gross and creepy crawlies that kind of thing mm. Well, maybe that's something that we'll have to challenge in this segment. Ooh, in I would really have to psych myself <laughs> up for like a solid hour before doing it. But if I were to try eating a bug, I think it would have to be either something that's not visible it's a bug or a very small yeah. one that's been processed in some way and not just dried bug. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Anyway, I, I think I want some news in me. Rivet's News Corner. I have a story that I think you will enjoy. Good, good. So this isn't an awful weird one, but it's kind of weird, but it's really wholesome as well. And I know you'll like this one, Prince. So in Tokyo at the Yanaka Cemetery, they have dozens of cats that greet mourners and are volunteer caretakers. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. It's really cute. Oh, I love that. It looks like it's like a general thing because there's also a picture of some cats who do it in Istanbul. So I... (laughs) Aww. So mourners at a cemetery tree in Tokyo are being greeted by an army of cats. Army? I'm not freezing. <laughs> wow, that's An crazy. army of cats, yeah. <laughs> Who have become adorable volunteer caretakers roaming the site. The curious stray felines spend their days enjoying cat naps on graves, sprawled out soaking up the sunshine or bathing in the shade of a headstone. Oh. And apparently it's made it one of the most famous landmarks in the neighbourhood and a lot of people come there to see them by the sounds of it. So that's pretty cute. I just thought it was weird but also just like super cute. Oh, I, lo- I love uh, that. Just, they're probably just chilling all the time and just getting lots of pats and lots of treats and they're probably just living their best lives and oh yeah if i know anything as a cat owner it's definitely that cats have this ability and a lot of pets do but i feel like cats just have this ability to really calm you down because the way they purr and stuff they it just not everybody feels that from cat purring but i definitely get relaxed from it and it soothes your anxiety like you wouldn't believe well apparently they come up to people at the cemetery and they give them like little 
head nudges oh. and they weave between their ankles and they're like hello oh. and there's lots of really cute pictures of them like sleeping on the headstones and that's so, oh, cute. so cute yeah i'm not too sure what in the cemetery has attracted all of the cats Oh man, maybe they just decided to do this and then they just started racing a bunch of cats in the specific area. It, it could well just be something like that. Either that or they're doing something else behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really mysterious. But there are many places yeah. like that, like the... Um, Cat cult. Like the... <laughs> I'll be part of that cult. <laughs> like, you know, there's uh, the Bunny Island. Ah, oh, yes, yes. They've also got lots the of rabbits island, everywhere. And there's that place. Mm. I don't remember the name anymore, but the place where there are a bunch of deer and they bat and you, yes, you can give them treats. So cute. I mean, I think it's just nice when people can leave them to just live and coexist instead of yeah. trying to like get them all out and they're like, no, they gotta go. It's No, they just let them chill. And I think that's a really nice thing. Yeah, it's so sweet. Okay, Apparently it's a community of stray cats. So oh. they just made it their home, which I think is lovely. Oh. And yeah, like you said, I guess uh, you're probably right that they've just decided that that's where they're gonna raise all their little kids. Yeah, they probably feed them there so and cute. then they just have congregated yeah. around the food place yeah. they seem tame enough to be able to get affection from locals and stuff it seems oh yes. man that sounds that is <laughs> that so, sounds so good I would love to. as weird as I never thought I would say this sentence but I'd love to go to the cat cemetery <laughs> the cat cemetery yeah I mean that's the that's the thing about it it sounds way less ominous when there are cats involved yes oh everything does yeah, yeah. well sometimes sometimes it sounds more ominous but oh that's yeah. a really wholesome story I love yeah. Yeah, really I want to go. Yeah, I want to go just to see the cats. I don't even need to be yeah. <laughs> going to any graves. Well, it's like the the cat in uh, Japan who's the station master. Oh, um, yes. Well, they had the one and then he passed away and now they've got his, uh, his successor. Uh, child or something. Yeah, yeah. There are many things like that, like that Netflix dogs documentary, for example. There's, Which I still need to watch. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's <laughs> one episode where the, and this is in America, it's like a bulldog mascot and yeah. he's had successors and stuff but not necessarily ones that are related to him just other bulldogs yeah yeah and it's yeah. just really cute like people love them so much it's kind of like the way with some animals are on social media there are a lot of people who just love them yeah. and it's it's so wholesome yeah it's lovely oh I'd, I'd love to go to the cat cemetery yanaka cemetery in tokyo if anyone uh, <laughs> though i'd sooner go to, to a go cat a cafe to be honest <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think a cat cafe is maybe a, a be <laughs> better place to go. We used to have a cat cafe in my town, but it shut down after like a month. <laughs> oh. Now, I said last time that maybe I was going to suffer for this. Oh, yeah. So the media I consumed this time was mm -hmm. I watched The Godfather. Oh, I couldn't finish it. I got bored. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> bored. Yeah, That's anyway, the thing. I was like, I'm going to be so <laughs> bored. Because for a little background, I'm very much a guy who's super into animation. I yeah. don't watch a lot of live action movies at all. There are a few, usually like fantasy oriented, like Lord of the Rings that I really enjoy. But typically, yeah. I don't tend to watch modern live action mm. stories, which is why I've not seen a lot of the movies where people are like, well, this is this is a classic. Why haven't you seen this? Yeah, I, those are the worst. I just haven't. I haven't seen most movies like that. So, and I know it's supposed to be a masterpiece. So I watched it while drawing. So I was already doing something I enjoy. So I don't know how yeah. I would have reacted to it if I just sat down and watched the whole thing because it's three hours long. So it's so long. It really is. Uh, so <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I thought it 
was you know, a lot be, of people like it. I, knowing myself, I thought I was going to be bored, and I will attribute a little bit to yeah. me enjoying myself drawing. Though I did pay attention as well. So yeah, I, everybody knows about the Godfather, but basically, it's about this Italiano mafia family. These these families, rather, and this Don in particular, who is so powerful and so kind of charismatic. He's the one with the freaking marbles in his mouth. And I figured with all the references that have been made as a result of The Godfather, I was just going to laugh at it. Mm. But I mean, the acting's very good. So I I didn't really think about it like that. I I tried to just see it as its own thing. So it's, I didn't really expect it to be a revenge story, but it's very much, you know, everybody's taking revenge on everybody back and forth. uh, As this Don has been put out of commission and less capable people are trying to steer this family and they're all killing each other basically. And it's almost comical in the way that, well, you, you uh, did this to me. So now I do this to you. And then the the other part is, well, (laughs) you did this to me now. So I have to do this to you. And it just goes back and forth, back and forth. But there were parts of it that I kind of liked because it has a lot of good shots. Kind of like how I mentioned with the ring. Yeah, yeah. Like the Mm, cinematography in that way. It had a lot of good shots that I probably wouldn't have cared about when I was younger, but that I appreciate now. So it held my attention in that way and that it looked really cool. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the acting was really good. But there, you know, there were a lot of things where I was like, oh, geez, there's a lot of domestic violence, a lot of murder, you know. Yeah. A lot of them are really... kind of business really dramatic like they come out with these oh, yeah. machine guns and shoot a guy for 10 minutes straight <laughs> almost it's like okay yeah yeah <laughs> think he's dead now. <laughs> yeah like we get it now and then he falls over dead and they shoot him some more and it's, just, it's kind of funny <laughs> sometimes sure. yeah you gotta make sure yeah we already gotta shot him sure. <laughs> we already shot him 70 times with three machine guns but you know you can never, you can never be sure <laughs> you can never be too sure he might have survived yeah, sure. oh my god you never know and so there were parts of it where it's been joked about and referenced and it was kind of comical but as a whole generally i was taken in by a lot of the this acting mm. and a lot of the cinematography i thought it was yeah. interesting and i thought the last shot of the movie was really really good and it's kind of hard to explain without spoiling the whole thing so i won't really explain it but it's very much a kind of contrast happening very sad well i mean i had a discussion with toby after i talked about fight club and didn't want to spoil it and he was like it's a 20 year old movie and i was like i guess so i mean it's hard yeah. what i'm what i really mean <laughs> with it it is it's, it's hard to explain it if you haven't seen the movie itself because ah uh, right yeah that makes more sense yeah, yeah but it's basically one of the sons of this great dawn after he's passed away he is gonna take over but he was the apple of his eye he was never gonna take over because he wanted him to be yeah go do great things be a politician or something yeah yeah but because of everything that's happened he kind of had to step up and he is basically become a cold-hearted son of a bitch as a result and he oh. murdered the father of his godson in a retaliation for right. a betrayal oh and so his wife <laughs> asked him is this true did you murder him and he lied and said no and so at the very end his wife is looking towards him in this room where these old men are all kissing his hand and calling him the Don. And she looks towards him mm. and the door closes and then it ends. And I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really yeah, yeah. a really cool shot. I mean, there's a reason that people consider it a masterpiece. It, yeah, I got a bit bored, but you know, <laughs> a lot of yeah, people really I think like I might it. Have, so, you know, I might sense. have drifted off a bit if I wasn't focusing on something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the that way I get. Sense. I get a little bit distracted when I sit and just do nothing and I watch something. Yeah. So it, it definitely helped. I think that's partly why it could hold me. And it's no fault of the movie yeah. itself. It's just my own attention oh, span. No. But yeah, th- <laughs> even describing that scene and remembering, 
during it, I did kind of get goosebumps. So I just, I guess I just love filmmaking. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, cinematography is quite interesting to study when you're watching something. I, I too love a good shot and stuff. I, I did media for a bit when I was at school mm. and I got really interested in that kind of stuff too. And it's really fascinating because you start to sort of see things on a deeper level, I guess. Yeah, and it's definitely yeah. the theater kid in me. And yeah, yeah. I, a lot of times when I watch movies, I kind of come out of the experience because I can't stop thinking about how something was made. I'm like, oh, that's cool yeah. how they did that. And it's like, just watch the mm, movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like, me with so the horror movies. The like, you. <laughs> I wasn't scared of the horror because I was so busy thinking, oh, that's a cool shot. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's your way of enjoying it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I was going to be like, oh, time for me to suffer through this three hour movie. That's going to be so boring. <laughs> and then you were like, not suffering? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not suffering today. So, well, it's a yeah. good thing, I suppose, that I'm not suffering. But I did want to pick something up that I thought I knew that I wasn't going to like. Yeah. But I, d- yeah. I thought I knew, but well, I didn't did. know. <laughs> Once again. A surprise in its own right. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, then that's a plus. <laughs> oh yeah well what did you pick up this time did you suffer so again I actually no actually well no i didn't i just <laughs> okay good i didn't suffer actually i was pleasantly surprised and this might sound weird once i tell you what i tried for the media segment but as a music connoisseur <laughs> i <laughs> and, I, and uh, uh, dr- the drum and bass hater <laughs> and, and <laughs> German bass hater, yeah. Uh, it's part of my job title. <laughs> I tried a new genre of music and I tried horror country. What? Uh, that yeah. exists? <laughs> Yes, so I looked up weird music genres, funnily enough, and Horror Country was listed on there, and I'd seen that a few times, but this time I was like, you know what, curiosity's gotten the better of me, I'm going to try it. So, Horror Country is, I mean, it's just country music with horror themes, really. Wow. Like, the words, the lyrics tend to be a bit more horror-based, I guess. So, I've actually taken note of some of the lyrics from some of the songs I listened to, and I found a playlist, it was just called Horror Country, and <laughs> the featured image, I think it's like Kermit the Frog hanging from a ceiling fan. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Very apt. Anyway, so I thought, alright, I'll give this a shot. So, the first song I listened to was called Never Learn by The Devil Makes Three. I've written a note that says, liked this one. Just taking a little snippet of the lyrics from some of them. So for this one, it was, you can feel them as they watch you. A thousand eyes now filled with pain. I'll sit back and relax now as your heart disconnects from your brain. (laughs) That, I mean, okay, so I'm a, I've grown up a metal kid, so that seems normal to me, but to think of it in terms of having the sort of country music accompanied by it, it's kind of a weird discord. (laughs) Yeah, that was the thing for me, because I quite like a lot of horrorcore music per se, so I quite like horrorcore rap and stuff, but this was different. It was quite catchy, honestly, a lot of it. (laughs) Strangely, (laughs) it feels like it shouldn't be with the... No, Lyrics. no, but quite nice. And uh, another song that I listened to was called Bottom of the Lake by the Builders and Butchers. I've written a note that says, quite like this one. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> it says, at the bottom of the lake where the roots all grow, sun don't shine and the wind don't blow, you can find me at the bottom of the lake. And as I listened to the song, I worked out what they meant by that. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what did they mean by that? I mean, I, th- I think they're dead. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think they did. That, that's what I felt when I heard it too. But I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, I think hey, I've got lyrics from one more called "Stab" by the Pine Box Boys. Now this one was actually <laughs> this one was weirdly upbeat in terms of yay the music stab. Yeah. So this was probably, in my opinion, maybe the most graphic of the three. So the lyrics were, you know, I love to watch them running down the halls, and I love the flash of steel when it falls. It's a thrill when you cut her and everything's a gusher. Oh. And I love the colour red upon the walls. But it had this like really upbeat tune and they would sounded really happy. Oh and no. Like, oh that's so graphic and it gave me Trevor vibes weirdly enough. Oh yeah I mean oh it gave me yeah. the vibes of this murderer character. <laughs> yeah yeah it was interesting. Sometimes I'm like use. confused as to the inspiration behind certain things because of course yeah, music yeah. lyrics or whatever doesn't mean you're a murderer but oh no i mean you know sometimes oftentimes like, they're just telling a story i guess but yeah. sometimes you're like hmm. <laughs> yeah because sometimes they just want to write something from the perspective of a character or oh yeah a story yeah i actually really like that kind of music where they tell an actual story mm-hmm. so some of my favorite songs are like that oh there's um, one song what's so... it called oh yes arsonist's lullaby oh i love that i song. love that song it, it's so it's such a good song it gives you the chills a little bit it's very heavy yes. and and slow love, and very deliberate I love such a good song oh yes i'm kind of reminded now strangely enough about when you're talking about this being sort of country music because there's this song mm-hmm. and it's by kelly clarkson but it's from the trolls okay. 2 the movie okay but it's <laughs> yes but it's called born to die oh my and i think it was written for the movie it's a great song it's really kind of yeah. heart-wrenching and sad and depressing it's it's just from trolls too but it's country but it's very deep and sad kind of but it's a very good song i love yeah. it so i was kind of mm. reminded of that where you think that yeah. country usually is kind of either upbeat and jolly or it's kind of you still don't really feel like it's violent or anything like that or no graphic. no it's usually just like sad or something you yeah know? It's like it's some like, sad banjo plonking <laughs> My girl left me. <laughs> I miss <Bitch>. my girl. <laughs> I miss my Don't wife. Left me years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was horror country. It was interesting when I listened to it again. Like, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm gonna like, go out of my way to listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you did like uh, some of the songs that you. I'm a bit weird with horror. I either love it or I hate it, and I I do find it interesting. So yeah, I I, I liked it in that sense. Love a song with maybe even weird lyrics good lyrics just once like i said tell a story you certainly remember them that's the thing about lyrics i guess oh, yeah. that if they're yeah. memorable usually the song doesn't feel as doesn't just pass you by no exactly that's the thing i mean yeah i've always really liked the songs with the story because i'm much more invested in the lyrics i guess so yeah horror country <laughs> <laughs> yeah horror country i would yeah. never have thought it existed i need to maybe look up some music genre for yeah for mine next yeah. because i haven't done that yet i've just been playing so many games <laughs> yeah games of me that's the thing i was like let's switch it up a bit i guess we shall move on to the dumpage of random facts indeed so this one was really funny to me okay it's not a huge story or anything but today i learned the fbi has struggled to hire hackers because of the fbi hiring rule that the applicant must not have used marijuana during the last three years that hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, apparently they've chilled out in recent years, and it's it's now down to one year and not three, I believe. But so even if it's legal in your state, you can't work at Homeland Security if you smoke it. I just think it's so incredibly funny that they can't find anybody because of it, as if smoking weed and hacking is something where you just yeah, can't have one without the other. That's the thing. It's like the correlation for me is what I'm trying to comprehend. I'm like... <laughs> Like they can't find is any that, hackers because they thing? all Because I've not, it's not like They're I've ever. High. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any hackers. I haven't heard anything about hackers specifically. Like I haven't seen any jokes about hackers always smoking weed or something like that. But apparently yeah, it's, it's a thing. A, like it's just so intrinsically hacker culture. linked. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose, which I'd never heard I about guess. that before. But apparently they struggle to find any. That is so bizarre. And they had I... to change the year just so they could find <laughs> hackers who did smoke weed. Oh my god. Why three years? Yeah, I don't I don't well. know. I have no idea. What difference does it make whether it's three or five? I mean, I don't know much about this, so I might just be asking stupid questions. I mean, but... when it comes to some drugs like marijuana, which has had a very gray area in regards to if it's yeah. okay or not, I think it might be linked with just the thought that it's drugs specifically, mm. which with the year mark, it might be, oh, well, if, you, if you've been clean for three years, we're going to assume that you're clean. Mm. Whereas mm. if it's a shorter time then maybe they'll slip back into it or whatever that's what i'm thinking it is but they still had to change it because they can't find anybody who hasn't smoked weed oh my goodness that is so wild right because i god i've never seen any like memes or jokes about it that's the thing i've never heard of that link before yeah like (laughs) i've heard about it in terms of like i don't know certain political views or or artists of a certain kind oh yeah yeah but not hackers specifically like maybe no i'd sooner connect mountain dew with a hacker than than weed oh yeah yeah 100 percent yeah that's just it's so weird and funny. It's a weird one to like comprehend, I guess. Yeah, and I found this I this know. headline that someone had written in regards to this sort of phenomenon, kind of funny, the where hackers. the FBI was like, "Let us be blunt, <laughs> <laughs> we need more hackers, so we're shortening the limit, the weed limit, yeah, the weed limit." Oh, interesting. (laughs) But I mean, I guess it's like, because I know here with GCHQ, which is like the government organization, they are like really, really strict Mm. when they do the interview process and you have to go through a lot of different stages to get in. So I don't know if it's just (laughs) brief. No, of grief. Oh, of grief. The stages of (laughs) brief. That's what I go through every day. (laughs) Yeah. I guess the only thing I can think about as the correlation is being a hacker seems inherently rebellious. I guess, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Who knows, but that is an interesting fact. Yeah, I I found that funny. But yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast. Yes, thank you. We would still love to share any of your stories if you have a funny one. Yes, definitely. I should remember these by now, but I believe it's... (laughs) Give it a a goshowpod at gmail.com. It should be that. Yeah, and, I'm pretty uh, sure that's it. You can search it on, on Twitter and the gram as well. We need to be better at uploading pictures and stuff. We need to be better generally, I think. I don't, <laughs> but yeah, I mean... <laughs> no, not No, I meant in terms of like keeping everything up to date. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks for being pals and for hanging out with us. And just yes, thank you. Go make some memories. Go make some memories. <laughs> Sounded really in pain.